Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you are you are you poking your mic now, Derek? That wasn't me. Oh, maybe it was Paul. Anyway, welcome yeah. back to the Handmade Podcast, Jesus episode Christ seventy eight. Is it seventy seven or seventy eight? I don't know, seventy something. Seventy something. Welcome back to the Handmade Podcast. I hope everybody's having a great week, and we're gonna jump right into it because I just saw a a wonderfully crafted photo of Paul Pinto working on the top of his truck. Dude, so let's go right into truck talk. It was a phenomenal shot. Fantastic. Did Fred take that? No, Did Fred, Fred take that picture. Fred, Paul? Fred doesn't even know cameras are digital. <laughs> He's still using <gasps> film. Fred thinks he has to go under a yeah, sheet in, in a and have dark a flash room. Yeah. Bulb. Yeah. No, Who Fred took it, actually. Your assistant. Uh, my yeah, my tripod and my I I ran over with my self timer, just like uh, the other you know, guy. Not, the other guy. I'm not gonna say. The other what guy. I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I knew what you were gonna say. <laughs> just like the, the guy with the assistant. No, I don't. I don't even know oh. what I was gonna say. Um, no, never mind. Right. Um, well, you look like you're very focused. In yeah, very. Fo- yeah, I just made it to the top of the ladder. I'm like, you know what? I need to start posting something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's eight o'clock at night. My father's long gone, so he's not going to take a picture of me. Nice. Well, um, it's coming out okay. great so far. Yeah, I thought I thought this guy's oh, photographer. No, I was just talking about a type, a, a sector, oh. a sector of people in general in this in the in in this space. In this oh, because because he's got a great oh. photographer. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's just always re- he's always ready with the camera. Yeah, that's so nice. <laughs> It's nice to have money, huh? Have somebody on the payroll take pictures of you all day while well, you're working. Well, I mean, you know, you gotta have, you gotta have it, <laughs> gotta have it. Yeah, stuff. why not? You got it. Spend it, right? Yeah, that's right. But so, so tell us about the picture, Paul. What were you doing? So, oh, yes. Yeah, so let's talk about I the truck. Standing, Where are we at the truck? Well, I did most of the metal work. I welded in that. I replaced the entire back of the cab. Well, not the entire thing, but most of it. And it came out really well. Um, 
it was so bad before and it's going to look so much better now that mm. I, I did it and I just started fresh. Um, and I welded in like another little brace because I sent it to Matt and he goes, oh, you're going to bead roll that? I'm like, well, no. Because <laughs> you're going to put be- like, or, what do you say? Put bead rolls in for strength. I'm like, I don't have a clue how to do that. I don't have the equipment. Um, yeah, to keep like, the panel like ex- rigid yeah. and put in those angles or whatever. It had them in there, those little like imp- like indents. There was like three of them, and I'm like, you know what? This is going to be completely covered up by the uh, the bed, and you're not going to see it. So I'm like, I'm not going to bother even attempting to put those mm-hmm. in without the right equipment. So I just cut a little um, brace on the plasma table. Shout out Avid CNC, mm-hmm. um, and. I welded it in to match kind of like the gentle curve of the back of the cab. And all that area you won't even see anyways. Um, but it just gives me peace of mind knowing that there's not going to be a half inch of Bondo on certain areas of the truck. <laughs> um, and so then there was a bunch of stuff like underneath. Like after I dipped it in the Evapo Rust, um, you know, I could see things a little bit better. A lot of the rot was kind of exposed. So I cut out some areas. Um, like whoever had this truck just threw shit in like crevices of, of the the cab that are totally inaccessible like i pulled out like chisels and paint scrapers from inside <laughs> this truck when i cut out uh, open panels mm-hmm. and then like rewelded them um so that's where i'm at now and then right literally right before we started this um i started putting body filler on the roof i went to a like paint and auto body supply place today it's like a real old school place it was pretty cool actually i'm glad i found it um and i got some body filler this like solvent to to prep the surface for the body filler and for paint or whatever um and i got seam like sealer Mm -hmm. which i don't exactly know how to use i know i need it at some point i don't know the specifics you know whether i need to it needs to go on bare metal or it needs to go on primer or you, if you can put Bondo over it, like, how you're supposed to paint over it. Like, there's so many, like, rules. A lot of nuance. It, it, there's a lot, that. exactly, that's the right word. Yeah, there's, like, nuance. so many things you need to know to do it properly. And I, I know that, even though Eastwood tells you you're supposed to put a epoxy primer on, everyone else says you, you do not put anything in between the metal and the Bondo. You just want clean, bare hmm. metal. I think they just want to sell you another product. Um, but what kind of solvent did you pick up? It's like specific because I looked. I looked it up online, and people like don't use like paint thinner or anything else because sometimes it leaves a residue. You're supposed to use like hmm. they, they, they were they were calling it like wax and grease remover. And hmm. I just told the guy at the at the place, I'm like, I need you know something to prep this for body I, filler, and he's like, oh, I here, always this thought is what they're all need. like the same. Like, you know, like they're I guess diff- they're different not. smells. No, they're not. And they're I just totally bought, yeah. well, a while ago now I bought xylene. I never had xylene. Oh, dude, xylene dude, is tw- nasty. 20 people like, dude, don't Holy use shit. that. You're going to die. And I have it. And I'm you like, You have to use oh, it for great. certain paint. Yeah, and use it to like thin epoxy and stuff like that. Oh, do you really? But yeah, I think xylene is the stuff they take out of real turpentine. That's what Putin kills people with. That, um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> The uh, non-political podcast. Um, That's right. We, we um, 
the the smell in turpentine, real turpentine, mm-hmm. when they take that smell of like odorless mineral spirits, I think that's the xylene they, they take the out of it. Remove yeah. all the toxic yeah. shit. Yeah. So if you want to buy a bottle, yeah. If you want to yeah. buy a bottle of the poison, you can yeah. get that. So what I do mm-hmm. is I take my odorless mineral spirits and I pour the xylene in it and I make my own turpentine. I'm mm. going to be bottling it and selling it online, Derek from Maldon on my Etsy store. Nice. So cool. yeah, yeah. So look that's forward to that. That's a good idea. That. I think that that could be. Yeah, a real, I'm going to bring it back. I mean, yeah. Like Jimmy always says, the worse it smells and the worse it is for you, like the better it is. You know. Yeah. The it's more likely. More dangerous. Yeah. The more likely Jimmy's is to stick his ice pick in it, mix it, and then <laughs> eat olives with the same ice pick about ten minutes later. But at least yeah. it cleans the ice pick. It yeah. does clean the ice pick, cleans his insides too. But it, so. it's funny, like the different things. Like I said, I used to think they're all the same, and then like with Total Boat, I used to clean everything with like mineral spirits. They're like that's like oily, like you don't want to clean. Yeah, it, it is like, kind of oily. Yeah, yeah, and that's because that's what I looked up, up last night. I'm like, can I use? Because the last night, of course, I was like eager to do something. I'm like, you know, let me yeah. just try and do some shit i don't i didn't have any other solvent and i'm like can i use mineral spirits and then like in big letters it was like do not use mineral spirits or paint yeah. thinner it's like you have to get this specific stuff yeah hmm. and then like acetone will change things like if you have a clean anything it's like mm. touches any plastic it makes oh, it brittle I, like instantly yep i was cleaning it. um what, what did i have i cut some uh acrylic on the laser and then i used maybe acetone to clean oh, it God. and it cracks yeah. all it cracks it it like it makes it, it like, craze yeah it, it, yeah, it, it crazes it, it. yeah shit. yeah and, Suppo- um, supposedly you can use acetone to weld it like that weld on stuff yeah. somebody told hmm. me one time that's a type of acetone yeah like you could use straight acetone it'll take longer but to weld acrylic but that's what happens. Even if you open up acrylic, like I used to make little fish tank things, mm-hmm. and uh, even if you open up acrylic, I mean uh, acetone yeah, near acetone. acrylic, the It'll vapor haze. from it will make it, yeah, screwed up. It'll make it get all the little dots and everything. And yeah, I think I was trying to clean super glue off of uh, off of something, yeah. and I had acetone on a piece of acrylic, and it got all shitty and like hazed oh, yeah. it up, and like yeah. it's just super irritating. Yeah, you know? then go get your nails done, and they put your hands in it. Mm. You know what? <laughs> so during COVID, right, like Angela would go and get her nails done, yeah. and then she'd get the gel, and then every now and then the gel would chip. So she'd say, oh, I want to just take it off. So I'd yeah. say, all right, what do they do to get it off? Yeah, she goes, got, we got to soak soak cotton balls in acetone, put the yeah. cotton ball on her fingernail, and then wrap her finger in tin foil to yeah. keep the cotton ball on and let it sit yeah. for 30 minutes. 30 yeah. like minutes? Just, yeah, yeah. Soaking oh, yeah. your fingertips in acetone for 30 minutes cannot yeah. be good. No. You know? Dude, you, uh, when you go... I, and acetone makes me I got sick. A, I'm really I got very a sensitive friend. to the smell. I got a friend that goes and gets pedicures, and they, they take their hands and put their fingertips in the acetone. Mm-hmm crazy no. i heard i heard they do that yeah Can't are, do that are you saying are for you the one who gets the pedicures i said for a friend dude i've for gotten i've gotten pedicures before my mother made me go a couple times when i was like she she maybe had a, like 12 she thought dude, almost, she she thought he stepped in some covid so she brought yeah. his nails clipped no back. this this is this is um a while you know ago. We're re- hold on you know we're recording right yeah i don't give a shit okay what people okay think. Okay. Well, I, Angela's I went, been trying to get me go, but I'm, I'm afraid you know that they're. I'm afraid Dude, they're not going to be able to handle actually, what I got going my on friend, in, the, in the boots. I should go again because you my know what? friend you said it's the best. Yeah, it's, it's it's the best thing ever. Yeah. That's what my friend said. 
I hate when they it tickles my feet though. Well, like, I don't like young. it. You're still young. You get older, you enjoy it. But yeah. uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, on, <laughs> you're still a kid. Uh. But uh, no, it's funny. So that's what I say. I, it's so funny. So Dude, guys in work found I, out that I was getting the pedicure face. <laughs> Listen to I this. Just, this is the I best, right? Right. So. Uh, I'm walking out one day and I'm going out and I got like flip flops on like slides and a guy at work goes, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but you got the nicest feet I've ever seen <laughs> on a guy. <laughs> I says, yeah, you know why your wife left you, dude? I says, you got like these nasty, gnarly feet, dude. Like I got nice clean toes and, you know. I said, I can show my feet in public. I don't have, like, yellow toenails coming. Yeah, you know see, what? I, my feet got to stay hidden. My feet no. live if, in If you wear boots, you have to have those things de-scaled de- every Well, you know what together. it is, though? See, this is my strategy with the boots, and this is this is a, a critical aspect of of. You have of a toenail boots, growing out the I, side of your boot. Well, no, you know what it is? <laughs> I put my boots on a boot dryer every single night. Yeah, Summer, winter, yeah. every single night. As soon as I take off my boots, they yeah, go on I a do boot too, dryer. Right in the so my boots hall. are always—they don't get dry as and disgusting. Smelly. Yeah. Well, they don't get disgusting. I mean, like your boots, yeah. like a steel toe leather boots, don't yeah. fucking breathe. No. They don't. I don't care no, what the brand true. says. Yeah. They don't. So they're just yeah. like a disgusting ecosystem. Yeah, it's a big. And most of us, dish. I take my boots off at what? 10 o'clock at night. I put yeah. them back on at 6 a.m. They don't even get. They like, don't even get a second to breathe. They yeah. barely get eight hours to, like, dry out. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that's the only reason why my feet haven't just rotted and fallen off. Dude, but, yeah, Angela's like, you got to come with me to get your feet done. Can I you imagine? You, that's time. why your wife's got bloody shins, dude, from your toes at night scratching her. <laughs> it's like fucking climbing a telephone pole. I can't get close enough to her to, to get to her Disgusting. Oh, Can you imagine God. Jimmy going to get a pedicure? Oh, they'd be like uh, dude, Dumb and Dumber with we, the grind say... We can't even. We can't do it. We we charge. No, they'll be like we charge. Like his hands. We charge by the inch, cutting back the toenails. You have to bring a a Milwaukee (laughs) angle grinder. Yeah, with the big battery, the new battery, the new twelve. We need the high output battery. (laughs) Put his toes in a bridge port. Oh god, so so nasty. The pedicure channel. Well, fade to sitness. I can't believe these guys get pedicures. Right. Nobody's on my podcast anymore. I can see Jeff anymore. going to get a pedicure. Yeah, he probably does. I I, I, I actually it. would get one again. It's probably dude. If I, I always say if I hit the lottery, I'm going once a week. I'm going oh, yeah, once a yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once a week. I just feel bad for the poor. You know, I mean. Oh I God, they do That's not the make worst. enough money. They dude, don't make enough money. There's certain jobs where it's like, how are people even volunteering to do this? Like, I'd rather just dig ditches all day. Like one, yeah. I tell Chris, me and Chris talk about all the time, flight attendant. It's like, who's yeah. even signing up for that job? Yep. It's, that it's, used to be a great job. It's hell. And then it, like, used to, it, it used to be a good job. Yeah, though. well, now it it's really not. Didn't. No, and absolutely now you got, not. People are just mentally ill, you know, flying. Which now is, they, take, it, they take self-defense courses. They, yeah. yeah these, it's crazy. I don't know. Seriously, you see that on the insane. news? They do now. They have to. Yeah. All the unruly it's passages. Insane. I feel like there it's honestly insane. should be a, a, a cop. Like on every plane, like just sitting in a seat. I know sometimes there are, but like, shouldn't yeah. like every single plane have somebody? Like, cause these poor flight attendants. It's like you get some real psychos on a plane. Oh yeah. It's like there should be like some type of uh, federal. There's got to be like a supervisor. Agent. There's got to be somebody you know, that like, can keep them in line. Like you a know? big dude that could like you know wrap someone up in, in zip ties if they that, need to. That's what we need. Another federal agency. 
the flight yeah. attendant. That's true. The I mean, flight attendant police. Well, What's one it's more? It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. So I was just talking to my friend who is a flight attendant who's – she's – um. She's looking uh, at – she's interviewing for a different job, and the job is in, like, customer service at a hospital. Another great and, <laughs> Well, you know, it's so customer funny. She's a, glut, she's a glutton for punishment. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's so funny because she's she's worried. She's like, listen, I don't know that I'm qualified for this job. And I said, I said to her, I said, name the two places where people are at their highest level of stress and their yeah. most outbursts occur – the fucking hospital, the the airport and the hospital, and yeah. and Derek, you know, I mean, you've had family in the hospital, Paul. Maybe you have too. I mean, I I'm a very calm and polite person generally. Mm-hmm. The there have been few times where I've gotten like a hundred percent, and there have been times in hospitals when my dad was sick where I've gone like full tilt, like lost my mind because. Someone's acting like an dude, asshole or so, a nurse is being a so dick. It's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. And then I now, and then dude. I always like I gotta stop and apologize because I you know I know I'm out of line and usually like it's fine. I've never been thrown out of a hospital, but that's when you're at your worst. When your like loved one is dying, and you know somebody yeah. isn't getting them what they need. So I said to her, I said, "You are probably the most qualified person that doesn't mm. work in a hospital to do that job." Because there is no more, there is no moment, especially now, where people are at their worst than in an air, airport. There is a, there's an Instagram called Passenger Shaming. Mm. It is like hysterical, but oh, also yeah. like just shows you how disgusting like people are in general. Just like, like how horrible they treat each other, how horrible they treat themselves. Like it's, but it's hysterical at the same time. You gotta, you gotta follow Passenger Shaming on Instagram. But yeah, flight attendant is a job. Oh, yeah. uh, I hate painting, but I would paint for the rest of my life. I hate painting I a too. Yeah, I can't oh, stand I painting. Oh, the worst, the worst job. Yeah. Painting is the worst fucking. I told job. you about the kid. Uh, the kid I met down in um, the festival event. He has a painting oh, yeah. business up in Beacon Hill in Boston. Like, he he kills it, man. He, that's that's uh, a like, totally different level. All the shit he does. Yeah, yeah, he What's does crazy ass painting. Uh, ZK painting, just unbelievable shit he does, and he posts. Oh, okay. But uh, I know, yeah, I know but, some yeah. painting companies uh, down here that have done like, I mean, these guys are like yeah. almost richer than the landscapers. We always joke yeah. about how the landscapers are the richest guys around. Yeah, this kid does all right for himself, that's for sure. Wow. Um, yeah. Anyway, Paul, back to your truck. So, what kind of motor are you putting in the truck? Because I saw our friend Tyler Bell is finally like getting through his LS. Dude, I heard he was putting one of those. He put a seven thirty seven Max engine in in one of those uh, in his car. That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice, Paul. Dude, I thought you were engines. gonna say he. Was, I thought you were gonna say he was running his car off of a hydro off of a fucking air tank. Did you guys see his new video where he shoots the tennis ball like seven thousand miles an hour? Dude, he just goes to public parks no. with, like, literally cannons. <laughs> oh, my God. That was it's what like, I was thinking. In Homeland the video. Security. <laughs> Someone's going to call Homeland Security on this kid. <laughs> One day, they're going to pull him into the <laughs> office at Boeing. Yeah. They're going to be like, listen, Tyler, we got we to gotta talk to you. And then they're gonna, they're, he's going to walk in. What about in jet engines push, is missing? They're going to push play. Yeah. And there's just going to be a clip of him shooting a tennis ball. And then they're going to pick up, like, a plastic bag. And the tennis ball is going to be shredded. And it's going to have gone through, like, an engine of an airplane, like a bird yeah. strike. And they're going to oh, be like, Jesus. Tyler. 
god. <laughs> He's like sneaking into like the Lockheed Martin like wing, like wing, like the, the the top secret wing of Boeing where they have like weapons <laughs> and like stealing shit. Where the Tic Tac is. He's gonna find the yeah. Tic Tac. Yeah. But his new video is great. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see him doing his uh doing his um his LS swap and he was showing like the the motor that he pulled out of it is like four yeah, that times was as wild. heavy and a, and a quarter the output and, and it's it was like a amazing. V6. Yeah, I I would like him to come over and do my uh, an LS swap in my truck because I don't know mm-hmm. how to do that shit. I, we were just talking about before we started this about me getting just a a crate motor because I I don't have the time or the the patience to to yeah. tear apart a whole motor now and redo it. Like, I, I don't know how to do that stuff. I just want are something they, that works. Are they available? LS motors? Mm-hmm. Like, like how, how available are they, you know? I think they're in, like, a bunch of different, like, GM trucks. There's, there's different types. Some are more expensive than others, you know? You could buy it, a, a crate motor, like a crate LS, which is, like, you know, a ton of money. You could spend, mm. like, 15 grand if you want. You could get, like, a, <laughs> if you go on Summit Racing... They have something like 700 horsepower, like out of the crate, for like Jesus drag racing. Christ. I think some are even more. But I don't know what kind of motors in Matt's uh, wagon, but I think he's got something. That might be in like there. an LS. I could see I him doing know. that. I think he's close on that. Who knows? Yeah, that I, I don't need. I don't need that. I just want a little, you know, pickup truck to putz around town in. <laughs> um, you know, um, but. I'm excited. So at least I, I called up That's Summit Racing. I figured out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. You know, who knows? Maybe I'll do something to it eventually. But at least I just want to get it working for now, and then I can mess around with it later once I, you know, get the thing built and put together. Yeah. Because you could put, That's like, exciting. a cam. What is it? You put, like, a cam in it. You could do, like, know. a couple other things, like... There's a couple easy things you can do, I think, to get more power. But then it, like, might void the warranty. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'm not doing any of that right now. I don't know anything about any of that. Neither, neither do I. I Literally just repeat things that, that, that people say. You know, Fred actually knows a lot about cars and stuff. Um, Does, and I well, have Louie here, too. Is he still driving that truck? Oh, dude, yeah. That truck's never going to die. I love it. It's amazing. He's the best. I love seeing him. Like, I'll, I'll just catch him, like, around town, and I'll stop, I'll pull over, I'll, like, I'll take a picture of him, I'll send it to, like, my mom and my uncle, like, because they just start laughing. Because he does, he did, he's, he built my uncle's house, he did a bunch of work for him. Yeah. And it's just, like, funny to, like, fi- like see him around town. <laughs> it's so funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, Fred. We love Fred. Yeah, you gotta get Fred the on the podcast, that would be great. Oh, my God, I don't think he would ever do that. He wouldn't even know what it is. You'd be like, so what am I doing? Are we on a phone? Are we on the speak. phone? Yeah, I don't think he would phone? really talk. Yeah. Fred's funny though. Fred's the most social, anti-social person I've ever met. Like he knows everybody and talks mm-hmm. to everybody. And then in certain situations, he like shuts down. Like he would never. Like I've even taken like a picture, like going to take a picture of like a job, and he'll run out of the picture. Like he doesn't want to be in the picture. <laughs> like I don't know. It's funny. That's so funny. Um. Derek, what have you been Was working on? Was he abused on? as a young adult? Or? No, okay, no, let's not get into uh, that. No. What have... Well, I meant like just God. beat up. I didn't mean no. that kind of like like just jeez. It Guys, wasn't beat get your up either. Out of the gutter. Get your mind Jesus out of the gutter. What have I been working on? Where the hell have I been? 
What have I done? I don't even know what the hell I've been working on. Let me think. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell. What have I been doing? I don't think I've been doing anything now that I think of it. I think I've been, <laughs> I've been trying to clean out my, my shop a little bit. I'm looking around, and I see stuff moved in different places than where it was before. So I think I've just been cleaning up around my shop. Well, now I I'm feel trying, like the dartboard that's what I have like been a, doing. The dartboard took a lot out of that place. Yeah, no, after I did that, I had to clean up, and I'm trying to – I'm at a point now where, like, if I – go one step further i have to commit like the next month to just working on like moving stuff around and honestly i just Mm -hmm. don't feel like doing it i had a ton of people reach out to me that said they'd take all the wood i wanted to get rid of which is great but then i'm like then i gotta move it all you know and i'm like i don't feel like fucking moving it you know because i gotta take it down off the shelves and and it's not like you want them to come and and then put it out yeah no i i well i want them to take it but But like you don't want them to come and like want to go with shit I actually, like, want them to. I want to go away for the weekend, leave the back door unlocked, and then just leave cameras up and say, take all the wood and just leave me this little pile right here. Like, yeah, it's just such a pain in the ass to move everything around. And um, so I – but I have to do that, and that's going to be, like, a big commitment because once I start that, I I just have to go with it because I have to, like, kind of – throw everything on my cnc so that's going to be out of commission so it's just it's just going to be a pain in the ass to do but i had a couple signs i wanted to finish up i um somebody asked me to do this little sign for a girl that had um like cancer or something um Mm. she she had won a cooking contest so i said i'd do that so i've been working on that and then um i'm doing another sign for somebody down in um I forget where they are. I think not Georgia. I think New Jersey or something like that. That needed to be done by the 14th of this month, but it's just not going to happen. It's just too soon, and I got too much going on. And I want to have things done because we're going to be going to England uh, for Make a Central, like the end of April. So that's going to, you know, take up some time. So I just want to have some stuff done before that. So I've been kind of digging out some projects. I dug out a sign I was working on a while ago and gonna do that so just a little bit when, of this a little uh, bit when of that when are you guys going to england i think it's um april it's like a thursday or wednesday we leave and we come back monday it's um hmm. like the 27th or the 26th or something but it's a wednesday we're heading nice. there so not we won't be oh, there for too long a couple weeks you know yeah a couple so. weeks and yeah, um, like three weeks i think it is until you go yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Let me see. That'll it's, be fun. Uh, yeah, three three weeks. It's the we leave on the twenty seventh and we come back May second. You gonna go have some bangers and mash? That's right. I think so. Throw them up. But um, <laughs> that doesn't do anything for me. That that and the, the mushy bangers and mash. You don't like bangers they, and uh, mash? Ugh, I'm all set. They got bangers I'm and mash. They got fish and chips. I'll what do the fish and chips. A crumpet, the, and that's the about fake, it. Fake, fake, fake steak. What? They had. Oh, fake steak. The fake yeah, that steak. steak was, that was horrendous. Yeah, remember the fake steak? Oh, my God. Yeah. That was Paul's horse. I think that was horse. The steakhouse in England, <laughs> and I think it was like Denny's. <laughs> it was like a Waffle House it was, steak. It was like, it was like De- yeah, it was like Denny's steak and eggs. Oh. oh. That's what you get. Yeah. Leave exactly. America. This is what you get. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, spoiled. That's right. Did you make another Bruin yeah. sign recently, Derek? Or yeah, was that, was that yeah, an old somebody, one? I, I, no, that's a new one. I made uh, a Red Sox sign for the guy. I think it was for his father, so he had ordered a Bruins one, so I did that. And I'm making a big Peloton sign. That's what I was working on. I'm trying to do it a little bit oh, differently cool. than I've done in the past. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's for a guy's wife uh, for a gym. But it's going to be pretty big. It must be a big I'm trying Peloton to keep the fan. weight down. Dude, you yeah. know what's so funny? Well, it's going to say Tracy's a, gym on it. Uh, People are I was nuts looking at a house. I was looking at a house, photos of a house on, on uh, Zillow, and they had like a whole Peloton, like a fucking shrine to the Peloton oh my God. in this house. Yeah, it's and a cult. It was right cult. in the entryway. It was right in the entryway of the house. Like everybody that walks in has got to see their, their clip-on shoes and their like yeah. butt pad shorts. I was like, this is so strange. Yeah, like, I, I don't like those workout freaks that like their whole life revolves around working it's out. Like, like I understand yeah. exercising, yeah. but then there's the people that are like that. That's all they do is exercise. I don't know. Yeah, it's like take, the CrossFitters are the yeah. worst. I, I was I was just gonna <laughs> they're, say they're, they're the like worst. the they're like the cro- they're like the CrossFitters but yeah. on bicycles. You know? And every time you hear about them, it's like, oh, like they they blew yeah. their back out, so. you know, doing something, or they dude, but yeah, my friend straight. like tore his rotator cuff. Yeah, like, it's like they don't know. even know what they're doing. Like, yeah, they're <laughs> just throwing around weights and doing those stupid pull ups that aren't even like real pull ups. Yeah, I don't know. So stupid. <laughs> yeah, don't so don't work stupid. out. Yeah, don't exercise. Yeah, Die. be a man. Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God, though, I, I, like, have my own theory. You definitely should, like, exercise a little bit, but I feel like that people that are, like, extreme, like, running 15 miles a day and, like, going crazy, they, like, they're burning themselves out. You know the people that live the longest are, like, the little old Italian people yeah. that have, like, that smoke a cigarette for breakfast with an espresso. They walk around. They have – they don't eat too much food. They just have a nice, stress-free life. You know, they walk everywhere, they mm-hmm. have, eat good quality food, and they live to be 110 years old. Nah. It's like these people that exercise but, like crazy. Or they, or they like, yeah, like smoke cigarettes and like drink like... It's just crazy. Or drink wine. Yeah, drink yeah. wine. And yeah, it's got to be stress, I feel like, is, what, is what's killing people. That's got to be like a huge mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone's way too stressed out over, over here. Some of these countries, they, they do it right. They just enjoy themselves. Um, did you see that? That I posted on my Instagram uh, like two days ago. There's this hysterical Instagram called Recess Therapy. Do you guys follow that no. Instagram? It's this guy walks around New York City, and he obviously like gets the permission from the parents, but he... He, like, interviews little kids. Oh, yeah? And they say the funniest shit. Like, he'll go up to a little kid and be like, what's your favorite animal? And the kid's like, Komodo dragons. And he'll be like, tell me about Komodo dragons. And the kids are just, like, they're animated and they're funny. There's this clip I posted on my story the other day of this kid who's like, he's like, I'm so stressed. And the guy's like, do you ever think you'll be more stressed? He's like, I don't know how I could be more stressed. And the kid's like, <laughs> six or seven. And he's like, every minute, every day, I get more stress. And I was like, damn, I'm feeling it. What was I'm he stressed this kid. from? Did he say nothing? What he was, you know, nothing? he's like, he just says, he's like, I don't remember what he says why, but then he's like, yeah. the, the guy goes, is there a moment where you think you'll be more stressed? He goes, when I have kids or something like that. But it's just, it's <laughs> he like ain't wrong. so, it's so funny. It's so, dude, it, until you know he's been what? listening I, to his father. 
Yeah. I saw I saw a guy today. I was in a meeting today, and I saw a guy today who I haven't seen in probably like three or four months. And I worked with this guy a lot over the last couple of years. I saw him today, and I was like, Jesus. I was like, he he looks like shit. Like, he looks like he got old. And then I got back in the car with my partner, and we're driving back from the job site. And I go, you know, did you notice, like, so-and-so? He really looks like he got old. He goes, dude, he had a kid, like, four months ago. And I was like, he goes, I was like, oh, my God. He goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, his, he goes, I noticed it, too. As soon as I, as soon as he walked in, he looked like he was going to fall over. His hair's thin. He looks a little gray. Cut I'm like, to, oh, fuck. Cut, cut, cut to Chris in, like, 15 months from now. That, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of honestly like like me and christina i mean we're getting old and like we talk to people and they're like how old are you guys and i don't think i i don't feel that old but i don't think i even look that old and i don't think my wife certainly looks that old as she is you know so i i guess it's all just uh you know maybe it is stressed because my wife's never stressed it's she's stressed. always like chill but my uh, sister is gonna kill my two parents with stress we both have birthdays <laughs> coming up too so, who bir- you and me, your wife? Me and Christina. Yeah. I don't know Christina's birthday. I have no. I the know 19th, yours. The nineteenth. The nineteenth. Got yeah. it. Yeah, she's pushing sixty, so she's getting there. No, she's not. Wait, she older than you? Really? She's no, she's, old, she's not. She, my wife is older than me. Yeah, she's dude. I was just a baby when she started dating me. Are you kidding me? I didn't. Even, <laughs> I wasn't even legal. She could have got arrested. Me. Took you for for uh, <laughs> took advantage no, of you. she's only she's only three years older than me. Oh, okay, I'm gonna be 53. I can't tell you how old my wife's gonna be. So she's That's she's right. she's she's heading towards 60. I was busting her ass the other day about it, That's but so she looks funny. great. I'm you know, sure hey. she loved that. Yeah, she she takes it all with a grain of salt. She yeah. knows she'll outlive me, so she don't give a shit. What are you doing for your birthday, Derek? Uh nothing, 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 nothing. I only nothing? do stuff when you guys come up. Yeah, but, unfortunately, yeah, no. I won't make it this year. Yeah, and it's funny because on her birthday, that's one of the day I'm doing the thing for that company I named yeah. earlier. I don't want to say. And they're like, you sure you don't want to do it another day? I'm like, nah, she's on care. We're not going to do nothing for her birthday either. Nah. We'll probably go out over the weekend or something because both our birthdays during the week. So we'll yeah. just do something. And I have family coming in over the weekend. And uh, it's funny, all my brothers and sisters are getting together, and we ordered food to, like, have a catered, and they're like, what's the occasion? <laughs> I was like, family fight. But, um, yeah, like, hmm. we haven't been together in years. Me and my brothers and sisters would be the first time in, like, all of us together in Jesus, like, 15 years. So All you guys in one place? Yeah, 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 for, like, a dinner thing. We're never together, so it should be fun. should be interesting. That's so. fun. Share it on my Instagram stories. It should be good for some laughs. No. No, so we'll probably have a cake then and stuff, so that's good enough for us. Yeah. We're simple people. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's I hate birthdays. I hate my own birthday so much. I have no interest yeah. in doing anything for my own birthday ever. It's it overrated. It like, does nothing to me. I, and, I, and I never, I can't remember, uh, um, uh, I, I can't never remember how old I am anyway. You know? Well, like my daughter I, I, Olivia is such a pain in the ass. She's gotta celebrate her birthday for a goddamn week. Like if it's Oh, you've sister. told us that's that. my you sister too. That. It's like that. it's like it's her birthday enough. week. Yeah. You know what, so you know what my sister calls it? What? She calls because her name's Gianna, she calls it Gianica. Like Hanukkah. <laughs> Gianica. It's like eight days eight <laughs> days of Gianica. 
and she oh, expects God. a present every every day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Good that's how Olivia her. is. Yeah, Olivia is easy to remember because she was born in two thousand. So that's simple math. I can always remember her how old she is. Mm. So. so funny. But I love that, Janica. <laughs> that's a Janica. Yeah. She's just. I mean, oh Christ! Yeah, She's that's all of yours. It's like the whole big deal for the week, and then it's mm-hmm. like her birthday weekend, and very yeah. Annoying. Well, so. I always tell Angela that I'm like, well, it's my my birthday for the whole week. I'm doing whatever I want. Yeah, so that's what I always. Go. What do you want? I says, I just buy myself whatever I want. I don't. I don't want to wait till my birthday. You know. <laughs> Well, I, you know, exactly. Like, anytime someone asks me what I want, I'm like, I, anything I wanted over yeah. the last year. Go look at my shop. The day that I wanted it, I bought it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. Oh, dude, the I'm minute, so The bad. second that it, that it popped into my head, I was like, oh. I'm so bad. If it was like under $1,000, the second it popped into my head, yeah. I just ordered it on Amazon. Yeah. I don't care if you it's know? a week before I'll buy it. I don't, I'm like, I'm not going to wait. Yeah, I, it's just know. stupid. Yep. But, it's, why wait? But that's a sickness. That's mm-hmm. some of the sickness that, mm-hmm. you know, exists. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. But yeah. Eh, it's fine. That's fine. What do you- Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at been working on what have i been working on um i went up to my property and i worked up there for like kind of a day i saw so that, I that. Yeah. so we got i got a, a domicile sort of we got the camper delivered which is great um mm-hmm. went up i got to see cliff and john chris cash i got saw i saw steve pellegrino um they were up there for the hammer making class up at the blackthorn which was really cool um mm-hmm. i got to see the stuff the guys are working on which was awesome and um uh, you know, Cliff and John have it down like to such a science. I mean, it's like they, Paul, you'd appreciate this. They made like these striking anvils for making hammers with mm. a, with a, uh, like a little support block for the cheeks. Uh, so okay. like they can just like punch the hole and like not have to put, you know, how you put the two like rods underneath yeah. it to try to like, they've got it all like then there's no fucking around with these you can, guys you can tell just by looking at the, the things they produce they're yeah. you know they're like flawless yeah there's certain so like, people that just do work like that where you could tell it's like 
Like, that's what impresses me. When I see something that somebody forged and it is, like, mm-hmm. flawless and it's not all chewed up, yep. it's like that takes so much more skill. Because anyone could, like, smash together a hammer, like something yeah. like a hammer-shaped object, yeah. like, with a hole in it. Mm-hmm. But if you could forge something and it's, like, precise and crisp, it's, that's amazing to me. That's what I yeah. like. It, that's what I like about looking at the things that they make. Yeah, um, um, it's pretty cool. The uh, the the just like the the way they've got it set up. I'm like, damn! Like you guys are just yeah. You're you're, you're here for it. You know, like you know exactly what uh, you know exactly what you got to do. Like they had like so they have these striking anvils. It's like inch and a half plate on like it's like maybe eight inches by 12 inches it's on a little stand it's all welded together they've got an insert like tooling block that goes in like a hardy hole Mm -hmm. and it's like just they're just ready to 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 make hammers like like in that weekend they probably they made i think everybody made one hammer but i would almost bet you that if cliff and john said like hey we're gonna make hammers all weekend like the two of them could probably make like 20 hammers in a weekend because they're so like set up to do it you know what were they making them out of what kind of steel I don't know. I want to say it was 1045. I, oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, they, they tempered them. I mean, they, and they did it right, too. Even What, that, are, they, like, what are they quench them in? Uh, I have no idea. So, so so here's what happened. So Friday night. So Friday I had intentions of leaving um, on the earlier side to head up to uh, to East Durham. Those, those plans did not come to pass. I got a little preoccupied at my uh, day job. And then uh, got to the shop having had done nothing that I thought I was going to do. Because I had that, I had bought that cement mixer. I bought a cement mixer a couple months ago to bring up state. Like a gas-powered, like a big cement mixer that can probably yeah, hold like... I saw it. Dude, <laughs> it's fucking big. I have a video of me moving it with the skid steer that Macklin took that uh, you can see. Hold on. You got to see the scale of it in comparison to the skid steer. Oh, my God. Like Chris, what are you going to do with that thing? Well, I hate like I have to Pour do the foundation. Piers. No, I got. I'm doing <laughs> piers for the A frame, like in two. Oh. So I'm like, f- dude, it was two hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I might bad. as well just buy. I mean, and the thing will probably do. The thing will definitely do an eighty pound bag. It'll probably do two fifties. You know. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? It's a gas powered cement mixer. They don't go bad. It's got a little Honda motor in it. You know, the tub isn't cracked. So I bought it. I put it in the truck. We bring it upstate. We get there Friday night, like nine o'clock. We wake up the next day. We head over to the property. We can't get the skid steer to start. Like, the the skid steer is totally dead stick. It's got nothing. I'm turning the key. My glow plugs. Everything is dead. And I'm like, I start, like, freaking out. Because, you know, it's an old piece of equipment. I don't, like, it's not that I couldn't fix it, but I just, I don't know anything about them. I don't know anything about hydraulic motors. You know, it's a Japanese tool. It's not like it's a Bobcat where there's a guy that's been working on him for 30 years, right? It's a fucking Toyota skid steer with a Toyota motor in it that nobody's ever touched before. So I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. So I'm like, me and Macklin start like tearing into it and we're finding like the ends of wires that have been cut and we're, you know, like, because this machine is from 19, like 88, 89. Uh-huh. So it's been, it's been fixed, quote unquote, by guys for the last 30 yeah, something Matt. years. You know, exactly. But, like, you know, when when you know a machine, you know you can go, oh, yeah. I'm going to cut the sensor out of the seat, right? Like, the yeah, yeah. sensor. And, like, the, the bar sensor doesn't work. The seatbelt sensor. Like, so all these things were cut, and the machine worked perfect, right, prior to it not working. 
So anyway, me and Macklin like sweat over it for like an hour. We're fucking, I'm under the seat. I'm laying under the machine. Finally, it's got a dead man switch on it where I can lock it. Finally, I'm like, you know what? Let me just go past the dead man switch and see if, if maybe the switch is bad. I fucking hook up, I hook up the wire right to the ground on the machine off the jumper off my truck. The thing is like perfectly fine. So I spent an hour like ready to throw up just thinking about how like I have a, a machine that I'm basically just going to have to scrap. Because all yeah. I kept thinking was like, I'm going to call a machine repair guy in upstate New York. Yeah. He's going to come over. He's going to look at it and he's going to go, I've never seen one of these before. Yeah. And I can't fix electrical it issues. It wouldn't be that worth I tra- it. No. To fix. I mean, I would have to take it apart myself and basically trace back the wiring harness and rewire it from scratch. Otherwise, like, and at and that point I could scrap it. You your know? time is too valuable to even waste Exactly, exactly. So it turns out it was just the switch. The machine worked, like, perfect, and then we got the thing out. And then uh, then we turned around the camper using the van in about a foot of mud, oh which was... God. that. If, you, if I thought I was stressed out getting the skid steer to start, towing the camper, <laughs> which is right at the edge of what I can tow, like, safely with that van... And then trying to turn it 180 degrees around in about a foot of upstate New York mud was not easy. But we, we tried to get a better get view. Well, no, you know what it was? The way it was up there, it was like you had to walk around it to get into it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be in yeah. a position where I could more easily move it out of the way because I'm going to get oh, my phone. My watch is talking oh. to me. I wanted to move it into a position where I could get it out of the way because I'm going to have the excavator bring a couple loads of shale up yeah, there. Because yeah. it's now it's all settled now. Like the the hole yeah. is like you know yeah it's, it's all it's falling, definitely man. sunk a little bit. But yeah, so the, the guy's going to bring in a couple loads of fill, a couple loads of shale, and just make the whole thing basically just like gravel, mm-hmm. you know, so it'll be nice and dry, and and you know yeah. we can actually use the space because right where? now it's it's so so wet. Where's the A-frame going, right? Where or up higher or where the house up was? higher? So the oh. A-frame's gonna go. If you can imagine where the skid steer shed is, the A-frame's going above that. Oh, okay. So, but but in the meantime, I got to get the panel hooked up. I got to get uh, and the septic. I got to get kind of worked on. And um, I'm really only building the A-frame up there because it's it's just got a better view, and I want it mm-hmm. to be I want it to be like separate from the rest of the kind of the property, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna build it up there, and then I'm probably I think I'm gonna wind up building like a cool kind of stair, you know, the hill that like we can like shoot into. Yeah. I think I'm gonna build like a cool staircase out of that hemlock, like up the hill. So basically, uh, we'll park cool. down below, and then you'll walk up a staircase, and we'll build like a little deck. And, um, you know, build the A-frame up there. And it'll it'll almost look like a little treehouse because of the way it'll be perched up in the hill like that. So yeah. I think nice. it's going to be really fun. You know, I'm excited. So it's just like it, it, every time we go, and this time, too, having the camper there, it really felt like it finally felt like I had a place. You know, like, mm. and, and the next time we're, we're all up there, like, I feel like you'll get that same kind of vibe because, I mean, you guys have been there a million times with that house there. And it always felt like a place where you, like, stop and look at it, and then you leave. But, you know, like, with the camper there, like, Macklin and I had the radio going on the camper. We were, like, hanging out. We ate lunch there. You know, we shot some plays. We stayed at Jimmy's. Oh. Because uh, I don't have have any water. I don't have power, and I don't have any water in the Mm, tanks yet. So, um, but uh, anyway, it was just, it was was fun. That's kind of what I've been doing, and uh, I've been working on a couple videos in the shop and just trying to like get myself back. I, I, I feel like, um, after I went on my trip and then going away this weekend, I just feel like I haven't had time to like catch up, you know? 
So I got a bunch of cool projects. So I'm very close to like I have everything ready to get the power hammer running, Paul. But oh, I just nice. haven't like done it yet. Like I have the post for the tower and I have the motor and the VFD and the belting. Like everything's ready. But it's, you know, it's just one of those things where I need a whole day. Yeah. To, to work on it. So that's gonna be cool though when you do get it running. And then you got your induction forge. Yeah. The induction it's gonna be nice. Is cool. Yeah, actually, I just somebody actually just hit me up, and uh, I, you know, because I'm, because there's something wrong with me, I'm gonna wind up buying this thing. But somebody just hit me up for a uh, a number four uh, fly press. You know, like a little fly press. Ah, you need one of those. I need one. I have to have one. Well, I was joking with, with Cliff Dufton. I said, dude, between the fly press and the induction forge, I could run a completely silent blacksmithing shop. That's true. Where, yeah. where all I do is like, all you hear is like the beeping of the yeah. of the induction forge and then like the, the, the screw turning in the fly press. And I could just like mush metal around. Yeah, fuck it. Fly press is cool. Those, yeah. are, those are really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. They're amazing. Derek doesn't realize that he has to go pick it up for me yet. Oh boy, it's all right. Did you the talk guy, to the guy? I gotta, I gotta talk to him today. We've been back and forth. <laughs> Send the tycoon. To go well, you, get well, it. you know what happened? You know what happened? One of my, uh, yeah, one of one of somebody that I know. Somebody, no, I'll never see it again. Somebody that I know. Uh, <laughs> somebody they that I know bought and it disintegrated. Oh yeah. Somebody that I know actually bought this fly press or put a deposit on it and then decided that he didn't want it. So that's how I'm going to wind up with it. Um, but well, it's better uh, than it falling apart. Yeah, I know. That's true. <laughs> oh, Next. Thank Next. you. So anyway. So Derek, I, I feel like I feel like you've been been pushing things around but what's like there's got to be a next like big Derek from malden dilemma coming like what's the um, next project that's gonna yeah, really things, just things fuck have your been life going up? Too things smooth. have been going too well you know um let me think let you have to make think. like uh like a like a small bridge for the city of malden or anything no 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 i i actually i haven't been taking on too much work just a couple small things i knew Dude, this he's a was movie like star now he doesn't need to do yeah it. yeah work. yeah yeah i know i gave everything up but no, I because I knew this was coming down the road where I had to deal with this basement. So I have mm. kind of been not really taking many things on, just a couple small things because I have to do it. I just yeah. I can't move. I ha it, it has to happen. I like I don't like the people can't see, but like over there, that's just a pile of shit over there that yep. needs to be dealt with. So I have to do it. I have no choice. It has to be dealt with. I started it. You know, like three weeks ago, I was moving things around and got rid of like the bandsaw and the lathe and shit like that, which was a great stuff. Did you bring in that stuff to the storage unit, or you? No, just no, no. It's it's. I moved it over the other it. side, but yeah, yeah. Put in evaporous and it disappeared. Yep. But like these shelves behind me, they have to come down, and I have to build the wall and you know get that going so I can move these other benches around and. Yep. I, I have to do it this next month because. You know, eventually it's going to be the summertime, and I'm not going to want to do it. So I just I, I need to concentrate when I get these last few things done. I'm just going to do it because I, I have to. So I've been yeah. putting it off too because like just lumber's been so expensive, and it's still expensive, but it's come down some, and I don't need much of it. So I'm just going to bite the down? bullet a little bit. You know, it's yeah, still not crazy, crazy. You know, it's not a hundred dollars a sheet for. You know, plywood, you can get it for $60, you mm -hmm. know, instead of 30 But, you know, I don't need much of it. But I just, 
I have to do it. So it, yeah. I'm, I'm determined to do it, you know, and because uh, I just can't operate the way it is. It's just I got stuff piled up now. It's like the piled move from one side to the other. So it looks more roomy down here, but it's just really not functional still. So, yeah. How much so. is a two by four nowadays? I don't know. I have honestly, they, they were actually pretty expensive last time I went to yeah. Home yeah. Depot. Somebody Someone was telling like me that eleven dollars or something. Really? Oh, I, don't so know. I remember they were like two dollars and fifty cents. Oh. Yeah, they used to be yeah. like two sixty four and three sixty four yeah. for the um, fur ones. Yeah. Let's see what they say right now. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It, it's, um, it really somebody was is. telling me that like AAC plywood is like seventy five dollars a sheet again. Yeah, um, yeah, but it was up but, like around a hundred. So it's yeah, you know, it's crazy. The shit I've been buying is expensive, but I don't use a lot of it for the signs. It's like one fifty a sheet, and it was like um like ninety, like eighty, ninety before. But it's you know I get a bunch of signs out of it, so you know the relative cost is not you know all that much, you know. Let's see, two by fours. Oh Jesus! It said forty-seven dollars, but that's a packet. Let me see if they got single ones. Two by fours. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's it's funny because I like I haven't had to buy two by fours in such a long time because I just haven't been doing that. Seven forty-eight. Seven forty-eight. So those used to be two forty-six. Yeah. 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 Everything's kind of triple. Steel's like a little less than triple what it was. Yeah. And like it's not a big deal unless you need a lot of it, you know. Then yeah. when you need a lot of it, it's it's a lot. Wow. Kind of build a house, frame a house, you know. Wow. Um, uh, for a lot, for a two by four, twelve foot is seventeen dollars. Crazy. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. So I got to build a house out of concrete, like all these jobs I've been at. Dude, concrete yeah. prices have gotten through the roof. Yeah, too, they're right? they're I expensive mean, too. Uh, I, I'm I just. Yeah. Go ahead. I always talk about it with like my dad and Fred. Like, do you have you guys seen a lot of this like ICF stuff, like this con- these concrete houses? I, I'm not totally sold on it. It just seems too crazy to me to 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 build a house out of concrete and then like you can't change anything. Mm-hmm. You can't you know put an addition on. You can't wire it. You can't. Mm-hmm. It's like. You it's can, it just costs you a fortune. Too. Yeah, yeah. You just, you're good friends with a drywall guy. <laughs> yeah. Every time you want to do anything to the house. Yeah, yeah. I, it's crazy. I know. Yeah. But even, like, what do you think every house that I'm building in like the Dominican that. Republic is all concrete? Yeah. And my clientele yeah. down there doesn't believe in the word no. So one of the problems that we have is that if something gets changed, we actually we have a big problem because when you want to do a chase – if you have a finished concrete wall, it's almost impossible to get that wall to ever look like it didn't get, mm. you know, fucked up. I mean, it's yeah. almost impossible mm-hmm. to make yeah, it look it like, looks funny. you know, it always is going to look, it's always going to be scarred unless yeah. you stucco it. But nobody wants the wall to look different than the other walls. Yeah. So it's like, you, it's a Wait, one so you have bare concrete walls in... So we do what's called white fair-faced concrete in a lot uh-huh. of our, in, in some of our projects. So that's a, that's a clean form... You know, clean form concrete that is once it's done, it's done. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's and it's the and the finish. Once you take once you take the the, the form off, that's it. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Wow. So like in a couple areas, like so like if the shower body leaks, and you got to pull the shower body, and they don't make the same exact one. Like if you don't have an extra of every single thing you have, or let's say like you build the house and then 
uh, someone's like, oh, well, you know, like, I need a sprayer arm on, like, in the wall. They got to, like, chop and chase, and you can't, you just can't do it. And we've just, you know, it's actually one of the reasons why, you know, people love it, and it's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. I've showed you guys pictures of the property that I'm working on in the DR, and it's hard to tell. But the place looks like it was cast out of stone. I mean, it's gorgeous, but now we're trying to sell people on, you know, let us just do gray concrete and coat it with a, a really nice finish because at mm. least we can service it. You yeah. know, like, could you imagine if mm. you just couldn't change anything in your house it's and crazy. you were a billionaire that someone's going to tell you and no, they like can't, can't get it, it through their mind like that. Yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. not going to work. Like, yeah, like the word no doesn't exist. You know, there is no uh, there yeah. is no oh, we can't do it. You know, so I don't know. It's I would just I would do that stuff for the for the foundation because it's insulated. It's got like that foam. Like that's pretty mm. cool. But I, other than that, it's like I would just put it. If I really wanted a super solid house, I would just put a ton of steel in my house. Yeah, I do all the house out of steel and then have wood framing for the walls and stuff. It's like, why am I building a concrete bunker that yeah I can't do anything to once it's built? You're gonna have like a concrete yep. saws. Like you want to change something? Yeah, you got to cut your wall in it with with a saw. Yep, and then you have then you have the concrete develops humidity and it it, it sweats and it breathes and you've got to pressure treat it and then concrete is acidic so if you put steel next to it you know i mean the rebar doesn't want to be in the concrete you know no and rebar spalls that's one of the other problems we have right rebar is always gonna always gonna uh, expand expand and contraction and then it spalls and it cracks the concrete from inside it's just a disaster that's why i watched a whole video on this about how like in like i don't know if it's like rome or like you know, these old historic buildings yeah. from in the Roman times, they had a special concrete mix that they would make these buildings out of, and there was obviously no rebar, and that's mm-hmm. why they last so long, because yep. there's no metal in them. It's like, yeah. as soon as you put metal inside the concrete, like that's just like it. you said, it expands, it cracks the concrete, water gets in, it yep. cracks it worse. It's like you can't, like, like it just doesn't yep. last. It, it's not the same, you know? Yeah, I think mm. one of the biggest... I think one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest building science improvements that will come in the next couple of years, if not decades, is that synthetic uh, fiberglass rebar. rebar. I think that's oh. going to be. Yeah. I think that's going to absolutely change, revolutionize yeah, like carbon fiber. That building, makes a lot si- of sense. building science. And it's funny because I, I we're not like it's not there yet to use it but like it would be exactly what i need in the dominican republic because we have so much sea spray and we have such issue when it comes to building but if you could use i'm looking it up right now it's called gfrp rebar nylon glass fiber reinforced rebar uh non-corrosive never rust lower cost than epoxy or stainless um which you can get epoxy coated rebar but epoxy coated rebar still rusts Stainless yeah. rebar, honestly, still rusts too, you know, and it's a quarter of the way to steel. It's two times stronger than steel. Um, and if I could get that in the in the DR, the problem is st- the beauty of regular rebar is that you can just bend it, make cages. I don't know what you can do with this. Yeah, you know how do you I mean? make, you know, let's, let's say you want, like in these houses, they have rebar sticking vertically in these yep. ICF forms. They bend it right over into the into a slab. Yep, that's like, right. So what do you do with this? How do you make a ninety? Good is question. Is it like a fitting? Like what do you what do you do? Yeah, that's a very good question. I'd be I'd be interested in uh, in in seeing that. You know, like how does it work? The design costs, all that stuff. But 
I think that from a for for slab, the thing is, right? If you're gonna change, if the building, if the building environment is gonna change to using it, right? It has to be, it has to be done across the board. You can't be like, oh, we can use fiberglass on the deck, but we have to use metal on the sides. It's like, well, then the whole building is sustain is susceptible to failing. So fuck it, just go back to using steel. You know? Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Um, but I think that if it becomes, if it becomes, uh, um, uh, more used, it becomes more used and it, and if it's easy to produce and all these different things, I think from a corrosion perspective, it, it, it would just, you know, be the new thing, right? What it's gotta be cheaper to make too. There's no way it costs as much as steel to smelt and fucking extrude and all that shit, you know? Yeah. But what about the the concrete where it's literally just strands of fiberglass inside of it? Yeah, just glass like, fiber reinforced yeah. concrete. Like I you wonder know? if they could start using that. Like that yeah, might maybe. Be, I have no idea. I mean, you'd have to. It'd be interesting to talk to like engineers that are, you know, real up on this stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's like I like going to some of these like building shows uh, because there is like that kind of building science. But you know what it is, dude. It's so funny. I was talking to my architect in Florida about this and, and she's on, she's younger and she's like in with the new, in with the new like building science, like how to get an, how to get a house tighter, how to get it better insulated, all this shit. And what she said is she goes, you know, like I draw these plans and I present these new building codes to builders and they literally just say, no, I'm not doing that because so many of the builders. Yeah, so much work and training but, but and not only that the builders the builders are just like this isn't how i do it and it's like well yeah i get that but you know sometimes you have to adapt and a lot of the old builders are like fuck it i don't want to you know yeah like, yeah I there's no gain guy, for them like, yeah but i worked no with a guy upside. who wouldn't use advantech have you guys ever seen advantech oh, the, the, the sheathing the flooring oh. and the sheathing so yeah. zip system is the is the wall system and yeah. advantech is the floor yeah zip system is amazing Zip system, yeah. you put it on a roof and you tape it. The roof is good for one year with no roofing. Watertight. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. So if you're building a house, you put the zip system on, you tape the seams, you tape the ridge, one year exposed, no leaks. You did yeah. Same thing with the walls. It's an amazing system. This guy was like, I don't give a shit. Who says yeah, how you good know you why? say it is? We Tyvek. Because he right. doesn't no, 40 know pound how felt. to use no it. No Tyvek. 40-pound yeah. felt. He goes, I use 40-pound felt. It's always what I've used, and that's it. You know, like tar paper. Yeah. Yeah, because like, he doesn't know how, how to use it. He's yep. too embarrassed to say, I don't understand how it works. I need somebody to teach me. Yep. That's all that is. Yep. But then there's it's some of like these male new, ego. These new age builders that I'm seeing are just doing, like, crazy shit. Like yes. they're, Yeah, a lot of it's, it's like, just gimmicky. It's, like, too you know? much. It's, like, let's yeah. go back to the tried and true 100%. We just We had just seen something, me and Keith, at the show. It's, um... It was PVC mixed with, um, I forget what you call it. It's like the part of the rice that they take off when they make rice, like the husk. Yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. It had no structural integrity, but you could cut it, everything, like regular wood, paint it, stain it, bugs Uh don't eat it, anything. And it's PVC, but you would think it was wood. But it didn't have structural strength, but it was like just for trim boards and stuff. But It was almost like MDF kind of? Yeah, yeah. But you could stain it and everything. It looked like wood. But, yeah, it was just PVC and uh, rice husks, you know. Mm. So, like, shit like that, it's kind of cool, you know. But, you know, stuff like that comes and goes. Then they find out it causes cancer. So, oh, everybody's yeah. like, ah, forget it. And then, you know, it's just weird, that, that stuff. It just, you know, I don't know. It's hard to change, you know, things in the building code, too. It's just yep. 
once things are that way, that's just the way they keep it, you know? Yep. Do you guys follow um, NS Builders? Yeah. 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 I saw some crazy thing they were doing, which I, I I don't know, Chris, you might know about this. They were putting, they had sheathing, like zip system up on the house, right? Mm-hmm. They were putting exterior, like bat insulation on the house. Mm-hmm. Why? What's the point of doing it on the outside of the sheathing and then putting more plywood I, I, over the top of it? I think it's supposed, I think it's for like the the thermal bridge. So like, that's like a term, that's like everybody's new the, yeah. Everybody's new favorite fucking thing to say is the thermal bridge. Thermal bridge. So like, so like your thermal bridge is like when you frame a house and the corner is like a solid wood corner block. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's a non-insulated You're losing our corner. value. Exactly. So yeah. it's a non-insulated corner. So how do you break the thermal bridge? How do you make the tightest envelope? And uh, you know, I it's funny. I I like the stuff that NS Builders. They does, seem like but really high end. They are. Like, uh, yes. They yes, a hundred percent. They are super high end. Very they do a really smart. great job. But at the same time, I think that I think that you know, history of building can show that these ideas sometimes we find out in a couple years that they're very bad ideas. Yeah, like water, look at asbestos, like, like ra- ra- like radiant floor heating. But look at like asbestos. now it's back. You know, yeah, asbestos. It was asbestos like the miracle. Asbestos was the greatest building, yeah, was the building advancement. They were like, it doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, it's strong, it's this, it's mm-hmm. that. Hit it with a hammer, it's better than tile. You know, and I'm not saying yeah. that these things, and I'm not saying that these, well, first of all, some of the stuff, I, I don't think we really know what its environmental impact is, right? Like no. the Roxel, yeah, no. like the Roxel, uh, rock wool fiberglass insulation, that, that mm. mineral wool. That shit yeah. is, is horrible to breathe in. And who knows? We yeah. could find out in 10 years that it's killed everybody that's used it. Yeah. But not only that, I think that some of these products, um, and I think some of these building systems, they haven't been around long enough to really mm. understand the long-term impact of of change in the seasons of the way that, you know, moisture comes and goes. And I think that, you know, um, one of the things that I've criticized and we talked about on the podcast before is like this idea of making a house so tight, dude, you can't even so, breathe. So, so, so tight. Dry. And I've talked about it on the pot in the podcast with you guys, that process of spraying the, the dude, the caulk insane and, in and the air, fill every single hole in the house. Mm. Like to yeah. me, there's like going to be that, mold everywhere. Yeah, to me that seems crazy, and we used to joke about it when I, you know, when I used to build houses. We're like, so what if you fart on Monday? It stops smelling on Saturday night, yeah. you know? Like, and then yeah. it's like, you know about the number of air recycles and the air refreshes. Well, what if I just want to open the window and not have mm. to have my air, my HVAC system constantly pumping twenty four seven, recirculating air and cleaning it and all this other mm-hmm. shit? Yeah. And what's so funny is that on a lot of these houses where they build this crazy big building science, right? They do all this, and then at the end of the job, the HVAC guy leaves the same filters. No, but the HVAC guy, like I did this before, worked with a company. You guys still there? I lost you. Okay. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. My Wi-Fi, I think, just blurped a little bit. But anyway, at the end of the job, we did all this bullshit to make the house tight, and then we go up into the attic, and the HVAC filters are caked so much with dust because the HVAC guy was supposed to be changing them every week. He had construction filters, and he just never yeah. did it. 
Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So at the end, so at at the end of the job, we we probably shorten the lifespan of the HVAC system by ten years by yep. overstraining it. The oh, filters yeah. were like sucking into the unit, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, so you're gonna do all this, and then some asshole's gonna forget to change the filters anyway, you yeah. know? I don't know. It's it's yeah. I, I love seeing that people are trying to do new things, and I think that yeah. I think well, that, that was the whole thing with this old house. That was yep. the whole thing, like marrying old technology with new technology. You know? yep. Yeah, but get back to me in 30 years when you find out the stuff actually lasts. It's like, why am I yeah. going to put something in my house that's two years old? It's like, no one has a clue yep. like, yeah. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's that's like, how my yeah. dad felt about PECs. My dad was like, listen, copper is still in houses from 100 years ago. Uh-huh. Sweat copper that never leaked is still yeah. in houses from 100 years ago. He goes, we're putting this plastic yeah. shit you know, with a crimp, and oh, who knows oh, if it's going to oh, last. Dude, I think he's at my house with his wife. Yeah, I think so, it's, too. it's me. I think it's me. But anyway, I just turned off your guys' incoming video. But anyway, what have you guys been watching? Anything good? Um, Jesus, what have I been watching? Shoot, let's see. Let me scroll through the YouTube history. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's I have see. mine, and I don't know if yeah. we talked about it last week, but uh, did we talk about Jason's Jack? Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah, we did. yeah, we did because that was badass. I almost right, talked so about I'll, it again. So then we'll go to the we'll go to the next one, um, and I, I I literally was like thinking about this earlier today, and I couldn't. Now I gotta find it. Son of a bee sting. <laughs> oh, okay. This is what it was. Did you guys see what Alex Steele's working on? I nope. haven't seen anything from him, yeah, like on Instagram in, a, in like months. I completely. Oh, I don't even. I don't even know if he's been on Hold Instagram, on. but on YouTube, he's making a a socket wrench out of Damascus from scratch, and wow. that's like his new wow. thing. Is he's recreating stuff from scratch? So he made a Zippo lighter. I don't know if you guys saw that video. He that's made a Zippo cool. lighter completely from scratch, including punching the case. He didn't TIG weld the case. He he extruded it with a deep draw oh, press. Wow. So he stretched the copper. Um, he made every part of it completely from scratch. Um, That's cool. It was really really cool. It was just like a very it was a very interesting and like just difficult process. And like he's going and learning how to do these things, doing and he screws up a, a ton of times along the way. And it's like all part of the process and. It's been really cool. So he's making a socket wrench out of Damascus from scratch, and it's been really cool to watch. I've really enjoyed this uh, this new kind of series of like remaking iconic kind of regular tools, but uh, in a blacksmith shop. You know, and obviously that is he, cool. you know, he uses the milling machine and stuff. It's not like he's trying to do it uh, with hand yeah. tools, but um, yeah. it's really cool. So a shout out to Alex Steele and the Damascus uh, socket wrench. I've I've been watching this guy made by Madman. Okay, you ever see him. Oh. He, he's pretty good. He's kind of like a cross between um, the guy that does all the stuff, make it extreme. Oh, okay. And like um, like a couple other things. He's kind of like just a different version of them, but he, he has some good stuff. Like he's from another country or something, you know, and I always like that shit when they have like substandard tools and stuff like that. Yeah. I always think it's funny, you know. They almost hurt themselves. Oh, you know what? I think I saw... One of these guy, one of this guy's videos. What did he make? Like a handbrake, right, or something like that? He's roller brake. Yeah, he's made a ton of shit. Yeah, yeah. I think that was one of them. Uh, I'm looking at Alex Steele's. Holy shit! I haven't cool. seen any of his stuff in a long time. 
Yeah, wow, it's it's, it's he he hasn't really been posting on Instagram, but I I always get excited when his videos uh come out on YouTube. They're just um you know and they're and they're well made and like I also feel like too I feel like lately is, more is he in so, the UK still? Yeah, more it? so lately I feel like his videos have been like I don't know it's hard it's weird it's 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 hard to explain but I also almost feel like he's more comfortable. And less serious in his videos lately. Like he seems mm. a little like he's just like having a little more fun than he maybe yeah. did in the past. And it's kind yeah. of refreshing to watch. Like he like kind of jokes with that guy Jamie, his filmer, mm-hmm. a little bit more. And it's yeah. like I don't know. I, I like I like watching the videos uh, maybe even more than I did. And I've I've always liked Alex's videos. I feel like yeah. they're just they're just so good. I mean the guy the guy is just so talented. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway. Yeah. No, he definitely is. He's definitely got it figured out. Oh yeah, hundred percent. What have you been watching, Paul? Um, did did you see that? Did you do you watch those Sunday conversations on Barstool Sports with that guy um, Caleb I watched Presley? A couple of them. Did you yeah. see the Hasbula one? So I saw some clips, but I haven't Dude, watched it. It was so funny. Is it? it? Yeah, that guy's so funny though. Like the he way is he interviews funny. people. Like you gotta watch. There's a couple of them you gotta watch. You gotta watch the the Kodak Black one. Mm-hmm. It's it made me laugh so hard because it's just like the most insane. Like like I don't know, you know, if people listening know who Kodak Black is, but you'll see if you if you he's, if you he's something. I mean, else. dude, it's I've never I didn't know human beings like are like that. Yeah, it's just so funny. Like in the way this guy does these interviews, he says the funniest shit. Like. I don't know. That that was funny with Hasbula. Like it's it's crazy like like I didn't realize at first he was like 18 years old. Yeah, he's like he's like an adult. He's like an adult. Yeah. And he's like 3 feet tall, but he looks like a little kid. Mhm. And he like was beating the shit out of this guy like the entire time. Like literally like punching him in the face like it was just funny and they were in Dubai. Is there a translator? I only saw a couple There's a clips. translator. Because normally they have the guy, they call him like... He's so funny when he does the interviews. Though. Oh, dude, it's so dude, funny. His facial expressions. Yeah, when he, he goes back. Like, like, yeah. Like, it's just, oh my God, it's just so funny. The it, hair, it, it, too. <laughs> dude, Kodak Black was like singing. He was like freestyling this like this song. And Caleb goes, unfortunately, that's a hit. And he goes, yeah, facts. Like <laughs> he, goes, he didn't even catch that he said unfortunately. Yeah. He goes, Yeah, that's facts, yeah. <laughs> I mean it was just oh, so funny. What All the bars to be alive. It is so wild. Like every day I it's just something crazier and crazier happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe we really are living in a simulation. I, you know, I, I did you guys see uh Logan Paul's <laughs> new thing? What Dude, he finally, he's WWE, like, right? No, yeah. no, his new uh his new his his project his what new is thing. his project it's oh shit what is it called um i just saw the first is this like some stupid nft thing it's yeah, yeah. of course it's called um dude fuck, no. what is it maybe called? our friend can we should bring our friend on here to it educate is called, us it is called liquid marketplace the so if you that? listen if you listen to if you listen to his uh, uh, in the Impulsive podcast, he's always talking about this project. This yeah, project. I've been hearing him and say that. And I think that. this is it. So what it is is, and it's interesting, and I'm not 
you know, it seems like a great way for people with money to make a lot of more course, money. Of course, of course. Especially someone like him who already has. So basically what it is is it's you own a fractional piece of a physical item like a $2 million Pokemon card or a $5 million oh, I've heard LeBron of stuff James like card. I've so, heard of this. So he's created this thing, and I'm pretty sure when you own the percentage, it's like a token. You know, so it's basically like a game but with money instead of fucking co- points. And you buy, like, a, a fraction of a Steph Curry card. And it's, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. I, I just happened to like see it today. Valuable and, but, collector's items, basically. But here's the thing. It's only, I think you can only buy and sell through cryptocurrency. Mm. So it's a it's a blockchain thing. And you know what? The thing that was interesting, though, is that, so Logan Paul probably owns most of the items in the marketplace. So the value of them he ha- he has and retains. And then you're buying a quote-unquote fractional version of the asset, but at the end of the day, he still holds the real asset. So Yeah. So he's, so he's inflating just selling the like, value. Pop, yeah. I don't know. I just it seems like a way for people that have a lot of rare expensive shit to just you know, exponentially get grow its value. It. Hold on, is this a situation? Because I've even heard on, in, in, you know, of all the places to hear about like things like this, is like an ad for a podcast promoting mm-hmm. this thing. You could this company that lets you invest in fine art, where you buy a fractional yes, I share. I got an, I got fine an art. I got an email from that company asking to do a, a fucking promo for them. Dude, it's like, but... And I was like, no, thanks. But is this a situation where, like... Can I hang in my house for a week? Yeah. <laughs> is this a situation where, like, ev- like people are going to invest in, you know, a handful of Pokemon cards that are worth millions of dollars, and then they're going to sell the cards, and then the people are going to make a return on the investment? Is it, like, a fund like that, where, like, they're constantly buying and selling... Um, memorabilia and collector's items and people are making like uh, you know the stocks go the values going up or like or is, is this just a total scam yeah <laughs> and you just get laughed at once yeah, a dude, month when they see like, the value of it go up me and you aren't going to make money on this like logan's going to no. make the money i mean no, that's the thing i don't understand another what's it called liquid it's another genius market, move on his liquid part marketplace yeah and i mean it's 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 amazing you know that that Gary V's behind this too. He's part of it. Oh, a hundred. Listen, he, he's big in this you space. Guys, did you guys listen to him on Andrew Schultz's podcast? Because you should. He talks about oh. NFTs. Because Andrew Schultz is always like, I, I don't know what the fucking about, NFT I, is. Yeah. I can take about thirty seconds of them. Yeah, Gary V. Yeah. There's a hysterical clip where they show him. They play a bunch of clips of people who impersonate Gary V. And like, kind of like, and Gary V's laughing. It's 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 very funny, but. Anyway, so I don't know. I, I, I'm interested. I'm definitely going to keep my eyes on the liquid marketplace because, of course, there's fees. Two and a half percent of the value of the trade. Yeah, you know like why there's, there's a wire fee, there's an e-transfer fee, there's a credit card fee. So all you got to do is get people to trade money around on this thing, and you'll probably make a couple million dollars. You know. You know what I mean? Eh. Like it's not. You don't even have to. You don't even, like. You don't even have to. You don't even have to have success in the platform. All you need to do no. is get people to all make you transactions. Get, make transactions and make money on the. They fee. put their money in. You could put you could put a hundred dollars in and then try to take the money out. You'll lose two per, two and a half percent going in and two and a half percent coming out. That's they right. make five percent. Nothing you know. Nothing even changes. That's right. It, it, it's crazy because it's such a gray area. Like this this technology yep. and these 
That's scams like, uh, all the are security so people. Fast. Yeah, they're like, what the, the fuck? The SEC do we do? is like, what are yeah. we even gonna do? Yeah, like, they, they just want to how they get their money. I they know. couldn't even imagine, you know, what this this stuff a couple of years ago. It's crazy. It's great, and I feel like talk about like we were talking about building construction people not. Knowing what's coming next, I think these fucking regulator people—they have—they're like ten years Dude, behind. What do you think? They're like, still trying to figure out how like Venmo works. What do you think you know? these like boomer, <laughs> you know, SEC, you know, people that have probably been working for like, you know, for thirty years and they have all they've been dealing with is like stocks, and in yep. four years, it's like you have all the biggest <laughs> influencers in the world are coming up with new currencies like left and right. It's like, what are they even supposed to do? I know. I mean, somebody just recently told me that I think Venmo now, if you transfer more than like six hundred dollars, it gets like flagged by the IRS. Yeah. Because yeah, because yeah. it's, like, it's it's the guy trying to pay his buddy, you know, who well, needs that's to like, be I watched pay, I, by yeah. the AR the IRS versus you know billionaires who are somehow paying yeah. you know no like, tax. Yeah, like I pay my tax, I pay my my rent through Venmo. Yeah. So now, like, so now, like, when I pay my rent which is more than six hundred dollars that gets reported to what you know what i mean like like i don't know it's so weird yeah um, i i, I don't, don't know. know i don't know anymore i yeah. can't keep track yep anyway but what I, what the one thing i do I, I can't wrap my head around is is where all of like because i'm assuming when you you do online banking right mm-hmm you know, let's say you have uh, People's Bank or whatever, and you yep. have the app. Yep. Some People's Bank or some service that they pay for or some company has, like, servers or whatever mm-hmm. where all this information is processed and, and held onto and secure. Like, this Bitcoin shit, I, where, is, where is it even... What do we got, ads playing? What the fuck? What was that? I don't know. Where where is it even the the computing done? Where are these transactions? Where is the actual computing done for all these things? These NFTs? Like, is it for my my? I don't. I could be totally wrong, but my understanding is it's like spread out amongst millions yeah. of computers yeah that's the whole but who thing. even wrote the code and even monitors and, and keeps track of this shit that's They're the like oh it's problem. the blockchain who's the yeah, blockchain that's a, yeah that's the whole problem it's nobody the, knows it's the chinese it's crazy <laughs> who it's knows it could be could be i mean it, it, that's the problem with it all you don't know who mm-hmm. controls it and nobody controls it but everybody controls it it's yeah. just it's too weird for me i'm all set i'm glad I'm just, i don't have any dude, money i'm, just, I'm deep in crypto. for the ride I'm deep in crypto. Good luck, guys. Good luck. <laughs> well, I'll take my pension and go home. That's right. Well, Thank this you. episode of the Handmade Podcast is coming out on April 6th. And then tomorrow, April 7th, is Derek from Malden's birthday. So get online and wish yep. Derek from Malden a happy birthday. Patreon.com slash Derek from yep. Malden. Yeah, Patreon.com yep. Hit it hot. Derek Hit it hot, baby. Hit it hard. And thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you all next week. Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.